Hello, and welcome back to No Matter Where, No Matter When. Um, today, we are going to be talking about sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. <laughs> Every time we talk about this, that's the only thing that pops in my head. I feel like if it doesn't, then you haven't had good sex. I don't know. But before we get into this topic, I would like to preface this episode with if anyone in our families does not want to hear about our sex lives, please click the exit button now. And present. Now is your chance to turn off this episode. You have three seconds. Also, if you have small children around, please put an AirPod or uh, don't listen to us with them around. Yeah, because we're not going to not use foul language. There's some illicit content. Yeah. That's going to be going on in this episode. So by now, anyone who doesn't want to listen should have turned it off. And anyone who does want to listen, welcome <laughs> to our sex talk. Yes. Where do we begin with a topic like this? Let's begin with, we're not professionals. Because that was brought to attention. We're not sex therapists. We're not therapists in general. Pretty much. Let's just be reminded, this is just us talking about experiences and asking questions. We are also going to be including some responses that we got from people that have listened to the podcast just to throw it in there. Cause I feel like that's what this whole podcast is. We're literally just having conversations. Yeah. I mean, it's just really our opinions and the opinions that have been created based on our now many years of experience. <laughs> um, but I feel like, where do we start? Do we start from actual like, the beginning of like first sexual experience do we start with first time we had actual sex first time anal sex first time oral sex oh lord um do we start like from best to worst worst to best we could start at the beginning and just kind of roll into our experiences non-negotiables during sex that's going to be a good topic yeah we've gotten input on that Mm -hmm. uh our first first First, 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 first. Okay. So we won't have to go into, you know, if we took it in the butt, but we can talk about, you know, when we lost our virginity, who we lost our virginity to, what kind of relationship that was. I'm not going to give ages because I'm sure my family did not take this uh, warning message and they're still listening and I'm going to get lots of messages. So my family is not listening at all, apparently. So (laughs) I'm going to say whatever I want to. We will just go into it with an open mind. And my family, if you are listening, Get over it. I'm 35 years old. Just Ooh, saying. You said your age. I mean, it is what it is you at this said point. One of, in one of our earlier episodes, you weren't going to say how old you are. I'm not old. We could put it at that. You're not old. I'm not old either. I'm just Especially old. if you're not old, I'm not old. <laughs> Thanks, Holly. <laughs> Thanks. Anyways. So let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Okay, I don't know how we got the sound of music into this. So we're starting at the beginning. So let's talk about when we were unvirginized. So that's a difficult question for me. Because how do you categorize, like, when when you had physically had your first sexual But is it, like, so some people I've spoken to are, like, the first time there is insertion, that is when you lose your virginity. But other people are like, when your cherries popped. And that's not always the same thing. Um, I would just think the first time you physically had a penis inserted in you. Okay. Um, you don't have to give age. You can just talk about it. I'm not giving age because my family will fucking come for me. <laughs> that's funny. 
Um, my family knows. Okay. Because I had a pregnancy scare with him. Oh my god. And I don't care about the age because my family knows I was 14. Okay. Um, and it was with Kevin, who we spoke about on an earlier episode. Probably actually a few earlier episodes. Yes. Um, Kevin is no longer with us. But Kevin was my boyfriend right before I moved to Florida. And it was definitely an interesting experience, especially because when you're 14, you don't have your own house. No. So, like, screaming or, like... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Like, vigorous movement. Those things don't exist. Role-playing. Role-playing. Those things don't exist because you are either in your own home with your family or your sibling or whatever possibly barging into the room or I was at his house with his family or his sibling possibly barging into the room because apparently there's no such thing as privacy. Um, but we made it work. Not when you're 14. We, uh, I mean, it helped that his mom was very open-minded and that his whole family at the time loved me. I was like the best thing. Even after we broke up, he dated another girl named Allie and his family called her Allie too. I remember and telling when me about I would that. call the house to talk to him, his little sister would be like, Allie one is on the phone <laughs> and Allie two would be there. And I'm pretty sure that maybe why that relationship didn't work. Oh my gosh. Um, but she was like the same height as me. Like she was just a copy paste. Kinda. Yeah. Um, there were obviously a few differences considering I'm me and she's her. But, whatever. Um, But, you know, Kevin and I had a lot of weird, not weird, but different experiences together. Because he was the first. And it was also, he was also, like, the only guy I had had sex with or done a lot of things with when I had braces. (laughs) Oh, God. Which is awkward for those of you that are listening that have braces. We'll get into that. Rem- that remember that, to take yeah. your rubber bands out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just saying. Just a word of advice. Um, but yeah, no. Kevin was great. But also, like we talked about, and I think it was like the third episode, um, when you have sex with someone and you're there first, there's a lot of training that yeah. goes into it. Like, you get to figure out together what you like, and then that person kind of ends up being, like, one of your best sexual experiences because all they knew was how to please you. Yeah. So it was everything I liked. It was everything I wanted. And... I feel like your first time, though, was very awkward because you don't know what you want quite yet. Correct. You're still trying to figure out, does it feel good? Does it hurt? Is yeah. this, can he go faster? Can he go slower? Can he get the hell off of me because I don't want to do this? Yeah. I mean, I, you'll, I you'll have laugh. very rarely ever had that feeling where I wanted someone to stop. But there have been the few in between that I was just like, why am I still doing this? Or I fell asleep. <laughs> um, but with him, I mean, he wasn't the first person I was like physical with. Mm-hmm. That started, sadly, a few years before that. Um, But 
I don't know. It was, it was nice being with someone that like, I really trusted. And before him, I was in a very abusive relationship. And so for me to move past that and actually be with someone and trust them was a very huge thing. Mm -hmm. So with Kevin, besides the fact that, you know, we were learning from each other, it was nice just to be with someone that, you know, didn't want to hurt me. Yeah. That just wanted to make me happy. And we, over the course of our relationship, figured out what that was. So. So mine is very different than yours. (laughs) Um, I can actually recall every detail of the first time I had sex. This is going to sound so horrible. Oh, my God. I was babysitting. (laughs) Okay. And I was dating Ray at the time. So if you listened to previous episodes, you know how old I was. Yeah, that's true. Um, and he was at his mom's house that weekend, and I was not very far from an entertainment place. Okay. It's Kabooms. If you've ever been to Kabooms, that was in Davy. Um, no. So no, I, I literally was babysitting right behind it. So he convinced his mom to drop him off, and he walked to the house I was babysitting at. I sure hope that child was sleeping. He was already asleep. Okay, this was like good. 9 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> I had my own room, like my own ward in their house. Okay. So obviously I was very separate from the child and I was young and stupid. Um, and he came over and I will never forget. We ate pizza and we sat on the couch and we were snuggling and he put on American pie and I had never seen it. He had seen it probably 35 times. I guess American Pie is a good leeway into sexual experiences. Um, well, you would think we actually wound up getting in a fight while watching American Pie because he was so into the movie, he was not paying attention to me. And I remember walking into my room because the way it was set up, like I had my own room, but it had like a living room as well. And I remember walking into the actual bedroom and laying down and being like pissed. And I remember him saying like, as I'm walking, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I'm like, you're an asshole. (laughs) And I went into the room and I laid down and I like turned over, like facing the wall. I still remember they had silk sheets on the bed. That should have been my first sign that they knew something was going to happen. And he came in the room and he's like, I'm sorry. It's just a really funny movie. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. This is the first time we had ever really been alone. Yeah. Because there was always, I had said in a previous episode, I babysat my cousins. He lived, his best friend lived behind them. So I always had someone, some kind of child. And of course I would lose my virginity babysitting um, with me. And yeah, so I went in the room and he came in. He's like, I'm really sorry. And we started kissing. And then all of a sudden clothes started coming off. And I remember looking at him as he's on top of me and we're talking and having a conversation with him. And I was like, I don't know before I could even finish that sentence. His penis was inside of me. I feel like that's almost like the scene in the notebook. The first time Noah and Allie try and have sex. Yeah. And she's like, well, what are you thinking right now? Yeah. <laughs> but I did not talk because after that happened, I was like, oh, oh, oh. There were no words yeah. coming out of my mouth at all. And it was very, I think I was shocked because he was definitely more on the timid side. Um, 
especially with like kissing like he would not kiss me in public like he was very timid so for him to make that move I was like oh it did not looking back it did not last long but in that moment I thought it lasted forever yeah um and fun fact he did not have gone on <laughs> and like... we didn't think about that till after the fact so as soon as we remembered, oh, we probably should have used a condom, I was crying on the floor. Oh, my God, you got me pregnant. So, yeah. But we went fighting. And then after, we took a shower and laid back on the couch and finished watching American Pie. And that was literally how I lost my virginity. Interesting. Kevin and I had been in the pool. And we went upstairs and dried off. And we were going to take a nap. And then we ended up having sex. Yeah. But here's a question. Did your cherry pop the first time you had sex? No. Me either. Did not. Mine didn't pop till like, I don't know, a year later. I want to say I was six months. And it did not fully pop, which was weird. That is weird. Um, I don't know if it was just way the fuck back there or what. Um, but there was an experience actually not with Ray with a different partner. Oh, where yeah. it fully popped. And I remember him being like, oh my god, there's ketchup all over my shirt. So, mine popped. It wasn't ketchup, guys. No. Mine popped the first person I slept with in Florida. So, Kevin and I had broken up already. And I this guy lived in Boca. And I used to go visit him all the time. And then it ended up being like a one year thing where we'd hook up like once a year for a Mm -hmm. few years. And I don't know. I have no idea where he is now. Don't care. But I, um, he popped my cherry and he had a white quilt. Oh my gosh. White sheets. (laughs) Oh God. And it was like, I was mortified. Yep. That was me. I was, I was so upset. Like I called my mom and was like, you need to drive to Boca to come pick me up. And, like, I was so upset. And he was really nice about it. He's like, it's fine. We can wash it. We'll just bleach it. And I was like, but how are you going to explain it to your mom? Oh, my God. (laughs) But I remember in high school, I had a few friends that we talked about this. And theirs didn't pop the first time either. So they decided we were the Steel Cherries group. All right. Because of sophomores in high school, that makes sense to walk around and call yourself steel cherries because nobody knew what we were talking about. Because most of our friends weren't having sex yet. Which I don't know why, but whatever. Um, Yeah, so that was a horrible experience. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I was like confused while it was happening because I was like, why does this hurt? I've been having sex for like a year and it never hurt. And then with him, like, it was painful Uh uh-huh and i was like what the fuck is happening with ray was actually the one that popped it uh it didn't hurt it was uncomfortable when it fully like yeah it i was like hurts am i getting my period like what's i honestly thought that that's what had happened maybe he had kicked because it does happen Mm -hmm. i had thought maybe he had kicked my cycle yeah and i was cramping and then I realized mm, that's not my cycle. No. So the when it fully popped, thank God we were drunk because we could just I played it off. And it wasn't until the next morning waking up and realizing, like I was actually at Sarah's house 
when it happened. And I remember sitting in her bed and she'd be like, what? She's like, how is that possible? I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. But this is, it happened. Yeah. She's like, how many people, like, we won't get into those Mm -hmm. numbers. Um, But yeah, she's like, you've had, I was like, obviously I've had sex before. I was like, I don't know what the hell happened. Maybe it was just hanging around there. I don't know. Yeah. But this, it happened. I was like, and it hurt like a bitch. Yeah. Like, it was so painful. So painful. I think after that point, I had actually looked at her and said, I'm never having sex again. If that's what it feels like, I don't want to. She's like, really? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing this, which I, was a lie. But I, don't I mean, I think those words have ever come out of my mouth. I was so scared that it was going to feel like that every time. And there was like more of my hymen hiding somewhere. Oh, no, I wasn't. That... I was just like, oh, it hurt. That sucks. Yeah. Moving on. So then the next interesting question is, did it change your dynamic after you had sex? Well, obviously it's going to change. But how much of that played into your relationship once it happened? With Kevin? Yes. Um, honestly, I don't really think it changed that much. I think that in a way it kind of brought us closer together. It wasn't necessarily like something that we were like, oh my God, we have to do this every single solitary day, every time we see each other. Yeah. Because, like, for us also, he was the last person I dated in Baltimore. hmm So, only a few months into our relationship did I have to tell him, by the way, I'm moving out of the state. Yeah. So, I mean, we got in as much as we could. Mm-hmm. And we continued to sleep together when I came to visit Baltimore for years after that. Um, but I think we that would change the dynamic more was me us counting down till I was moving. Yeah. Not necessarily the sex because, you know, he would tell me he loved me and like all of that. And we were very close. And then we had the pregnancy scare, um, which was honestly, it was just, I don't know what was more terrifying, the pain that I was in Mm -hmm. and the fact that I was a week late or having to call my mother (laughs) and tell her, Because I had stayed at his house the night before. Yeah. And we woke up the next morning, early in the morning, because I was in excruciating pain. And I had to call my mom. Because I couldn't handle the pain anymore. And she's like, well, are you pregnant? No. And I was like, I don't know. Oh, goodness. And she freaked out on me. Like, the whole drive to the hospital, she was freaking out on me. And uh, we got to the hospital. It was a rupture of a few ovarian cysts. And that's all it was. And I wasn't pregnant. So, but, I mean, his family handled it great. Yeah. And he handled it really well. You know, he he did the whole, like, if you are, I'll be there. (laughs) And, you know, gave me the whole spiel. And I believed him. He's a good guy. Like, he had his faults. But... All in all, Kevin was a really, really stand-up great guy. So then, true or false, the person you lost your virginity to will always hold a special place in your heart. In my case, absolutely true. That might not be the case for everybody else, but for me, obviously I've been with my husband for 14 years, so that's... But I feel like that person 
is always a story to tell, mm-hmm. even if it's you were fighting over American Pie. Um, and for me, I mean, you still stayed very close with Kevin once you moved. You still went, and I remember even when we were living together, mm-hmm. the trips that you would go and see him, yeah. and you know, you still loved him deeply. Of course, till the I day he died. I feel like that was the same with Bray and I, even until. I don't think I fully let go of that relationship until shortly after Kyle and I got married. And I think that's because I was like, that was the realization of like, it will never happen again. There was always a hope that him and I would work out in like the long scheme of things Mm -hmm. because that was the first boy I was ever truly in love with. Um. And marrying Kyle, it was the realization of, like, that will never happen. Yeah. This is the person I'm spending my life with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very different for me. Yeah. And I can attest and say that after fighting over American Pie, the sex between him and I obviously got better. Yes. Uh, but it was on a different – that was the first person that I ever felt knew you could catch feelings when you were intimate. And we talked about this when we talked about long distance relationships, how, you know, that change of sex is sex and it's just sex and it's just an act or sex is something, you know, that's deeper than just having Mm -hmm. sex. So for him, that, that was always that hope that, you know, I never wanted to get married. We've had conversations about this, like you joked about it, but I always wanted to have babies. So Mm -hmm. I enjoyed practicing having babies. That's for sure. I still enjoy practicing having babies, even though I'm pretty sure that shop is closed. I do too. uh, I have no kids, but I enjoy practicing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I feel like when you talk about your first time, and there may be people listening that, listen, they lost their virginity to the person that they married. They're still married to. That's amazing. Good for you. Um, That was not the case for me. Kind of test drove a lot of cars before. I took that lunch. That's literally impossible for me because <laughs> my first is no longer with us. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like you said, like, there is the difference between figuring out that sex is sex yeah. and then the weird statement that I thought everybody was just weird about making love. Yeah. Because it's in thing. In my mind, up until recently, my mind making love was like you're playing boys to men. Slow, I'll make love to you. Yes, like there's rose petals on like the bed, slow and candles and, burning, and it's and this like, long, passionate. No, yeah, like a slow romantic scene, and I'm just like, I like not only is that does that just sound really boring to me, <laughs> but like it's just not a thing. Like that's movies. It's a thing. But, like, and that's, like, what I feel like the difference is bringing back the notebook. I don't know why that's on my mind. But they have this, like, romantic scene where they're about to lose their virginity together. But then, for me, the first time they really have passion Mm -hmm. is when they see each other again. To me, that's passion. And I feel like you can have those making love. Like, you can light the candle. There's things, people that can do that. Shout out to the guys that do. My husband is not what I would have to plan that night. Um, But yeah, making love is more than just literally setting a scene. Yeah. And it becomes, you were literally 
forming and building your love and connection with someone by being intimate. And when we talked about friendship, you know, that's what separates you and your significant other is literally just intimacy. That's the only difference. Yeah, usually. I've, I've slept with a few of my friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, uh, I mean, we will get into that because we, that's all. Or, or should I say that they became my friends after, after I slept with them yeah. because I didn't want to sleep with them Well, again? that's the same thing goes for exes that you're friends with. I mean, you were intimate with them, but you still. But I didn't see it as intimacy. And I think that's the thing is that, like, until Canada – Sex was sex. Yes. Sex was, you know, sorry if they're actually kids listening. Sex was fucking. Yeah. And that's what it was. And, you know, it was fun. I've had my fun. I've had my fun all over Earth. And it's been great. But, like, <laughs> Google Maps for where I thought. <laughs> hey, Siri. <laughs> it's like one of those maps you can get off Amazon. <laughs> Let me see. I fucked in this state. I fucked in this country. Oh, remember? Yeah, I couldn't do that because mine wouldn't be countries and states. It would just be inappropriate places. Yeah, so just a map of South Florida. (laughs) This one's trailer. This one's back room. It would be really, really bad. It would be really bad. But no, I mean, like, but I've, you know, done that. And, you know, I've had fun. But then it was almost like the first time that Canada and I were together. It was almost unnerving. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know, I feel like it's kind of corny to be like, it's kind of like your first time. Mm -hmm. But in a way, it kind of is because it's the first time emotions were actually connected to it. Because our first time was in a hotel in Canada, in uh, Montreal. And we had like talked about it here and there for the three months we were apart from the time we met, Yeah, which we did not have sex the first time we met. We just kind of talked and we fooled around a little bit, but we'll get to that another time. (laughs) Um, But the first time we were together, it was like, I remember falling asleep a few hours after because we were up till like two in the morning and I had him like wrapped around me like a blanket. And I remember laying there thinking like, what the fuck just happened? Yes. Yep. <laughs> like, I was just like, I, like, I almost didn't know. Like I woke up the next morning and was like a little shy. Yeah. Which for me, I'm usually like, first off, I don't want to spend the night with you. Or like I wake up the next morning. I'm like, okay, you can leave. Yeah. But like with him. You didn't want it to end. No, I didn't. Never. Like, it it wasn't even just, like, sex with him or foreplay with him or whatever it was. I just never wanted any moment with him to end. And, like, a little part of me, each time a moment ended, I'd be sad. But then the next moment would be even better. Yeah. So I'm, like, I got to the point where I just left my sadness for when I got on planes or trains. Um, Because I loved every minute with him. Yeah. Especially foreplay. So that's another good topic too is foreplay. What would you say? How am I going to word this? I'm interested. I mean, I guess we can go into it. What would you say is your non-negotiable for foreplay? Because then we will have non-negotiables for for when you are physically like a penis is inside of you. 
Is there something that somebody will do for foreplay that you're like, fuck no, don't do that. It's not happening. It doesn't turn me on. Either skip it and put your penis inside of me or we're done completely. Or it'll turn you off where you don't want to have sex. I have two answers for that. One, stay away from my ass. Bingo. In every situation. Yeah. My ass is off limits unless you're just grabbing my ass. But other than that, my ass is off limits. Okay. Just don't go there. Okay. Um, But then also, I spent many years really just not being interested in foreplay. Yeah. Because no offense to the men listening, most men have no idea what the fuck they're doing. True that. And, I mean, to be fair, most guys these days don't know what the fuck they're doing with their dicks either. But, um... I don't have that problem. I've been the same man for 14 years. Yeah, well... Just saying. Shout out to you, babe. (laughs) (laughs) But I I spent a lot of time where, like, guys would start and I'd just be like, this is not pleasing either of us. No. Can Can we just have a conversation for the guys that are listening? It is not a puzzle. It is not a flicker. Don't flicker. Fucking don't. No. It's also don't like jab yes. really hard. Watch watch videos and know that just like if we did that to your balls, if you do that to our fucking clit or our vagina, it hurts. It really does. Like that's what porn's for. I mean, I've been in relationships where I watch porn with my significant other. But I feel like porn sometimes. Again, we're not bashing. This is not to bash men. But I feel like sometimes it gives them, like, unrealistic expectations and unrealistic, like, superpowers. They think, oh, they did this. and I saw this on a porn, so I'm going to try it. And Granted. they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Granted. Because they're not a porn star. They haven't had the practice. Yeah, the fact is, is that the girls are making those sounds because the guy knows what they're doing. Yeah. So, um, or, you know, it's acting. Porn is not real. I'm sorry, but if you go into your college classroom and tell your teacher, oh, is there anything I can do for extra credit? They're not going to bend over the desk for you. <laughs> sorry. Oh, God. You're fucking your way to, the, to that A. Yeah, that's not a thing. And if it is a thing, they sh- they're going to get fired. Please call the police. Yeah. Especially if you're underage. Um, that part. But, no, I think that I've spent a lot of time where I was like, you know what? Like, let's just have sex. Let's just see how you do with that. And like, it's like we were talking about before this episode, it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. You can have Mm -hmm. a great Batman, but he may not be a good Bruce Wayne. Or you can have a really good Bruce Wayne and a A really 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 bad Batman. And there have been very, very few men that have been able to do both. Yeah, and, and I feel like sometimes there has been moments, at least for me personally, where, like, foreplay has kind of been like, get the fuck off of me, let's just get this over with, because this mm-hmm. is not working. Yeah. And you have to shift gears. Yeah. And sometimes they're not Batman or Bruce Wayne, they're Robin. Nobody they're wants just, a Robin. Yeah, no, there's a reason why he's the sidekick. Just saying. Um, then what would be your non-negotiables for when you are physically like someone is inside you? And stay you're away from my neck. Okay. Care to elaborate? Um, my ex, my abusive ex had a thing with my neck. Um, not in a good way. Choking you? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. So I spent many years where I wouldn't let anybody touch my neck or anywhere near my neck. One of our responses I think we got on our social media was, don't no hit face. me in the face. Yep. And I think that's a good point because when you go back to trauma, and we mm-hmm. will do an episode on trauma, um... That's a big one for yeah. people. 
Yeah. That um, has always been like, don't fuck, you don't need to hit me. And if you're hitting me while we're having sex, what there's something wrong with you. I had a guy try and do that once. Yeah. He hit me and I was like, get off. We're done. I remember having, and this one freaks me out too. I remember having a conversation with one of my girlfriends when we were probably in college. Um, and her telling me she had hooked up with a guy at a frat party. And he used to have to physically choke himself. Like and he had to, to had... no, like he would tie a tie around his neck and pull it and choke himself to the point that he would pass out. And the minute he got to that point is when he would come. I and really I really like, hope that person has gotten help since then. So she, I remember her telling me the like the first time she did it, they were drunk. They didn't, she mm-hmm. didn't realize it. Yeah. But then the second time they had actually like started going on dates and they had been intimate mm-hmm. and went back to her apartment and he had brought a tie with him. Was it a special tie? I don't know. No, it, this isn't fucking 50 shades of gray. <laughs> Maybe that's for him. No, maybe he is Christian Grey. I don't fucking no, know. No, Christian Grey like doing stuff to her. Yes, he this guy wanted to do so, but himself. like to the point, she said like he would turn purple, and that's what would get him off. How would I be able to deal with that? And she said that the 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 second time it happened, and she was not, you know, she was sober, that she thought she was gonna have to call the cops because he like passed out. Oh my god! And that was just he would come out of it, and he'd be like best sex ever. And she's like, I said, well, what did you do? She's like, I never talked to him again. She's like, we went on three dates and that was enough. Oh, my God. That would scare the shit out of me. Like, don't harm me. Don't harm yourself. One, because I'm going to freak the fuck out because I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like, who chokes? I've seen people, like, I've seen people that have fetishes, like, with choking their partner. Yeah, or, I've seen that. Like, their partner choking that. Great. But no, like, he would not, she was not allowed to touch him. And he had to be with a necktie. And I was like, that's fucking weird. I feel like he needs to get some therapy. I don't know if he did, obviously. I feel like there could be some, like, underlining issue from, like, childhood there. Because, like, I watched an episode of Sex in the City. I don't know why I keep bringing up Sex in the City, but I'm rewatching it, so whatever. There was a guy that every time after he had sex and came... He had to go shower because he just committed a sin. Yes, I and remember he that was episode. gonna he was gonna go yeah, to hell he if he didn't wash off the sin. The yes. sin. So I feel like maybe there was some like underlining, like he went to private school <laughs> and they made him wear a tie, yeah. and then he got bullied. And I don't fucking I don't know, know, but, but it there's was... something underlining there. But yeah, so my no- non-negotiable is just stay clear of my neck. Okay, there are very, very, very few people that I have let touch my neck. Okay. Um, I think mine would probably go along with don't, don't cause violence. Yeah. Because I'm pretty open to doing things. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big butt girl. Mm-mm. I mean, I have a big ass, but I am <laughs> not a bit like, don't. Not Kyle not. has even at one point asked, like, I'm like, Mm-mm. I've tried. So I have only done it once and it was during a threesome. Yes. I said it. I didn't do that during my threesome. Um, and it, I didn't have a choice because I was facing, I was face down. Was it two guys or two guys? Ah, uh, see, I was with another girl and a guy. No, it was two guys. I don't. I don't think I could do the brothers. Two guys. I thought very nice. Um, I don't think I could do that. So I had no idea. I was actually talking to the one brother, and then the other brother was home from college, and I was in the one brother's room, and he just decided to join. Which sounds, sounds like really weird. weird. 
when you talk about it, but it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's the only time it happened. And I just remember being really fucking sore. And I was like, yeah, no. So, And I think David probably tried it a few times. And I was like, yeah, no, this doesn't work. I've me. tried it with two people. And tried is the operative yeah. word. Because yeah. there was no finishing It's with just that. not like a... It's not comfortable. It doesn't turn me on. Don't try to put a vibrator up my ass. Don't try to... Mm, I'm so good. the way that I deal with this now is if a guy asks to do that, I say, fine, we'll do it to you first. That's a good response. And then if you like it, yeah, I'll do it. I don't understand, like, I've had seen and watched and, like, heard things on podcasts and, like, videos, and there's been conversations even with, like, other girls that I know that are Mm -hmm. younger that were dating, and they're like, oh my god, I love eating their asshole. I'm like, what? (laughs) Maybe that's, like, a generational thing. What? Kim and I were talking about this the other day, because there was something on Instagram that it was, like, no guy has all four, and it was, like, a job cooks for you two other things that i can't remember and then the last one was eats ass and i'm like is that that's just not appealing like is that like a generational that thing? fucking song and he eats my ass like who don't don't eat my ass like groceries that's disgusting <laughs> that's disgusting you want to eat my vagina oh fucking all day i will lay there <laughs> don't fucking care it's actually done that with kyle it's great don't fucking touch my asshole like that's yeah, disgusting no, it I freaks don't. me out I can't even, like, be intimate unless, like, I feel clean. So, like, that no, don't, yeah. what the fuck, I don't, if you're listening and you from? like it, cool, reach out to us and let us know what the experience is so we have a different perspective. And let us but know it's just why not, you like it. Yeah, it's just not, I, and now we we can say we both tried, mm-hmm. it's just not for me. No. It's not for me. Stay not away from my ass, don't get violent, I'm good. And mm-hmm. it, both for foreplay. Yeah. If you hurt me during foreplay, and that could just be you don't know what the fuck you're doing Facts. and think you know what you're doing, or like you want to use a dildo and shove it so far up me it's coming out my throat. Been there. I'm not doing it. Nah, it hurts. We're not having sex. We're stopping. Yeah. Um. Obviously, my situation is very different because I've been with the same dick for the last 14 years. Kudos. Shout out to the people that have been married for a long time. Just so you know, and I said this on the last episode, he's younger than me. It's great when you can train somebody. And, you know, again, you said with Kevin, you kind of learned. Yeah, we learned together. Along the way. That has been probably the biggest blessing because Kyle is not adventurous. Now, he will pull some shit out every once in a while. And I'm like, whoa, where the (laughs) fuck did that come from? Great. And I will tell him, like, you knew that shit again. Yeah. Um, Now, in my younger days, I was the one that would usually pull that card. Yeah. Usually by the location mm-hmm. or something I would do. I have been really told, big on locations. Yeah. And I was really into foreplay. So when I was younger, I think I was more about pleasing other people. Like foreplay didn't matter to me. I have never, so this has been a topic too that somebody actually texted me about was lubrication. Do you use or do you not use? And I have actually have a girlfriend. We have had many conversations about sex and she told me that she has to use lube because she does not naturally get wet. Interesting. That would torture me because if I'm turned on, like that's an, it's fucking Niagara Falls down mm-hmm. there. Yep. Um, I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, I've been to like a specialist and they just can't figure it out. I just, we have to use lubrication every time we have sex. And I'm like, 
the whole, like, she never gets wet? No. Oh, poor girl. No. She's like, it's like the fucking Sahara. And I was like, what? I was like, not even, like, and I said the same thing, like, not even into it. She's like, no. We have to continuously use lube. Does she enjoy sex? She does. Okay. But if it's not lubricated. She can't do it. She can't oh, do God it. No. God, no. And I was like, oh, my. I That's couldn't like even imagine. Abuse. I couldn't even imagine mm-hmm. having, like, I told her, I was like, I kind of want to hug you. And she's like, not uh, like a trauma case. I'm like, that is a fucking trauma case. Uh, oof. Um, it hurts. But I'm not even, I think, foreplay. I've never been big on lubrication. Not, like, store-bought lubrication, because it's not a problem for me. But I feel like when I was in young, younger, before, well, even the beginning with Kyle, um, I was very into foreplay. Like, for some, for me, that was, like, my bread and butter, and that would get me off in, mm-hmm. almost instantly. Yeah. Um, not to toot my own horn. <laughs> uh, I have been told that I do what I do very well. Um, the monk that we actually spoke about, <laughs> apparently he told Whiskey Dick, you guys will know who these nicknames are very soon, but yeah, apparently he told Whiskey Dick before he got married that I was the best that he had ever had at that point, which I found very interesting because you were getting married and money, but apparently her game was very weak. In like many ways, probably. Well, she's a fucking nun, so I mean, mm-hmm. I get it, but yeah. If you're an ex listening and you've told me this, thanks. Not that I needed the ego boost, but like I knew what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. I remember like one of my selling points, and I think I said this to my brother's best friend, who I also slept with. Sorry, Nick, if you're listening, it happened. Get the fuck over it. Um, I think one of my selling points to him was we were watching a movie, and I was like, oh, watch this. And I unwrapped a Starburst with my tongue. Interesting. And he's like, um, what? (laughs) So, yeah, that was, we can talk about that. I slept with my brother's best friend. I slept with a few of my brother's friends. Well, so he's not really, Nick is not really my brother. He was actually my babysitter that lived down the street from me that I had a crush on from the time I was like four. And then as I got older, my aunt, who I lived with, paid him to babysit us. And I was in love. Like, head over heels, would giggle and, like, turn pink. I get that. At the mention of his name, his best friend, Stevie. Mm-hmm. Stevie, if you decide to listen, cover yours. Uh, and I turned 21. And it might, actually might have been before 21. I was might have been 20. First, so. Might have been when I turned 20. Mm-hmm. Um, he had just moved back from Las Vegas. He was engaged. They called off the engagement. So, like, he was going through this sad emo phase. And he had messaged me on MySpace. Mm, MySpace. Like, hey, I'm back in town. Saw you can, you're an adult now. We have to go out and party. Okay. And I was like, no, not fucking awkward for me. I was eating that shit up like fucking Cheerios. No, I mean the statement of you're an adult now. Well, because he had known me since I was seven years old. Yeah. So I remember that 
when Nick and him enlisted, they left the day of my eighth grade prom. And I remember like being in the chair to get my hair done and sobbing Mm -hmm. because I was like, he's going to die. You know, I watched way too many movies. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so him and I, I remember watching a movie and like, I think that's how I enticed him or something. And I remember the first time we had sex, it was at his parents' house. Nice. Because he was living with his parents at the time. Mm-hmm. And he told me I had to stay quiet because his, he had a little brother and a little sister. And I could not wake them up. So I remember while we were being into him covering my mouth. Mm. And like he's like, if you're going to moan, you have to moan into my hand. And that was like a realization, like almost banging your celebrity gush. He was like, oh, check. Done. And it was good. I'm not going to say it was, wasn't, it wasn't bad. I just think that I had built him up so much in my mm-hmm. head from all of these years that I was in love with him. Mm-hmm. And then it finally happened as adults, consenting adults. And yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. I was disappointed. I never slept with the guy that I, I had a crush on my brother's, one of my brother's best friends from age four to like age 21. Yeah. Um, until he got married. Um, and I mean, the first time I met his girlfriend, yeah. that is now his wife, I was really rude to her. <laughs> and Bitch, like, you told my man. That's kind of what I was like. Like, he introduced her to my mom and my brother and me. And I was like, hi. And then I turned right to him and started talking to him. Oh my god, it was so rude. Um, but you know what? They're like perfect for each other. Like they are. But it's just crazy together. because, like, I feel like you're mm-hmm. always gonna have like that. Uh, and we had just talked about it. There was another guy besides my brother's best friend who I had had a crush on from like elementary school, mm-hmm. and we got together. I want to say like my senior year of high school. Um, and I remember going home to my sister. And, like, gagging. Yeah. Because it was so bad. Yeah. My brother's friend that I was, like, in love with for most of my life, I never slept with. I'm kind of glad because I would have been really depressed if it was depressing. Um, But a guy that I had had a huge crush on when I lived in Baltimore. And, like, he was, like, that bad boy, has a shitty reputation Mm -hmm. guy that you just, like, can't, you know, understand. I have to have him. Exactly. So he was mine. And one of my trips up to Baltimore, we had started like talking, decided we were dating another quote long distance relationship that lasted until I had sex with him. Um, (laughs) But when we had sex, it was like slow and soft and boring. And I was like, oh, and then I had him drop me off at Kevin's. Yeah. Broke up with him in the car. (laughs) And then went and had sex with Kevin to get the memory out of my head. Yeah, that guy, it wasn't, I don't know what made it bad. Like, he wasn't, I don't know. I just, I literally remember walking away from it and feeling sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. and going home. And, like, I was gagging trying to get out what had happened. And she's like, I don't know, I don't understand what happened. I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Like, it was just, I don't know what it was. And, like. I remember him calling me and like, oh my God, I can't wait to see you again. Like, let's, can we be? And I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Like, no. 
And I remember seeing him at school and like him coming up to me and like grabbing me in a hug and like kissing me on the face. And I'm like, I got to go to class. He's like, we have 10 minutes because in high school we only had four classes. So we had 10 minutes in between bell. And I remember being like, I had to talk to my teacher. (laughs) Mm -mm. He's like, and he, I remember him texting me Mm -hmm. and like writing me this long letter about how he doesn't understand what happened and he thought that I was different and he doesn't understand what he did and I was like dude the fuck I was not used to that one because I only liked toxic guys at that Mm -hmm. point in my life um but also he was a baseball player so he was known and yeah I just was so turned off Gotcha. And then we have, (laughs) this is another topic we could talk about, size. You ever been with somebody that they literally, you went to go like have foreplay or be intimate and you're like, holy fuck. Yes. And did it work out? Okay. So the really, really bad guy that I had sex Mm -hmm. with, he was very tiny also. So that was another problem. At that point, I was kind of like size matters yeah over time i think that changes overgrowing experiences yeah. and all like that stuff if you know how to use it yep size does not matter however there have been a few guys i've been with one guy in particular that like i was just like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to uh-huh this. and like it was tough yeah like it's almost not it almost doesn't feel good. Yeah. Because it's just like, you aren't having sex with my lower extremities. You are having sex with my, like, lungs. Intestines. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just difficult to yeah. getting used to. There was a guy that I, it was another one that was my friend. It was probably one of the only instances, but we occasionally had sex. Okay. And I remember the first time he's like, well, do you just want to have sex? I was at his house and I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> uh, and I remember him getting into bed. Now we had never, like we had made out before, mm-hmm. but we had never like, there was mm-hmm. no like touching other than that. And I remember him laying down and I was like, um, maybe it's just, he's got a really like hard erection. I am not kidding you. He got up out of bed to put a condom on, and I swear to fucking God, he was going to knock over his head. <laughs> and I remember thinking in my head, like, I'm going to have to tell my mom that I'm not a virgin anymore. I'm going to the hospital. Like, I'm getting <laughs> stitches. My vagina's going to be broken. And I remember, like, looking at him, and he's like, what's the matter? I'm like, Nothing. And he's like, huh, oh, this? I'm like, Like, if a fucking giant cucumber could have reproduced itself times three. So it had length and girth, which was a first. Because usually I feel like sometimes it's like, again. It's one or the other. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's fucking, I felt like I was gagging on a grapefruit when I went down on him. Mm -hmm. And... Fucking Mark Wahlberg and Boogie Nights had nothing on him. Okay? <laughs> I remember physically, like, being scared and thinking, oh, my God, my family's going to know I'm having sex because I'm going to wind up in the hospital. 
and they're going to have to hear, oh, her vagina ripped. And it was, we got through it. I was sore for three days. Nice. And I think after that, he'd be like, oh, I can just put the tip in. And that's literally all it was. But the tip for him was like the whole fucking penis because, yeah, it scared the sh- Like, my, if my mouth didn't say it, which obviously it didn't, he saw the fear on my face. <laughs> and I remember him texting me and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I be okay? He's like, I don't know. You kind of like were walking funny when I, when we left this morning. <laughs> yeah, well, no fucking shit. You have like a fucking 20 inch dick. And it was the fucking size of a grapefruit. So, yeah, I still to this day, I think about that. And I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I hope he became a porn star. I don't know. I don't even, he doesn't even have social media. So maybe he did become a porn star. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to go search for him on a porn site. Maybe after this episode. I don't know. But yeah, I, mm, and then I've had guys that. We'll talk about the monk. I was so like he was that guy for me. And when we get into, you know, toxic relationships, we'll discuss him more. But yeah, he was average size. That's surprising. Average size, like a normal penis. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did not know what the fuck he was doing. Also surprising. Yeah, because he slept with fucking all of South Florida. Shout out to the girls who are listening who... There, whatever the fuck he was, situationship became a monk. You probably know who I'm talking about. But yeah, he was not like, I think when I kind of took the lead, it got better. I feel like that happens a lot. But he was very, I'm going to take, take, take. I'm not going to give. Oh, that's greedy. And he just wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, like, all it was cracked up to be. I had a guy, actually, that I slept with, um, who told me there are different types of guys when it comes to sex. That there are the guys that just want to get off and leave. Okay. That there are the guys that want to get off first, and then they'll worry about you. And then the special guys that will worry about you first, and then they come second. My husband is the first type. He's the last type. I was going to say, he just wants to get up and go? No, no, no. I mean, I will do that sometimes to him. And be like, oh, go to work. You can walk funny. Yeah. Not really. He, did. I don't stick anything in my husband's ass. I just, you know, I lay down the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he is very. And there's occasions where I'm like, no, you know, you're not mom on my cycle. That's another thing. I don't do period sex. I let it be the guy's decision. Yeah, I'm not. It freaks, do, it freaks me the fuck out. I'll do it, but like, there has to be like a towel. Just in case. So Kyle and I, I think we've been together 14 years. I think we've maybe done it a handful of times. And it's been at like the very end. Yeah. Where it could basically just end it. Right yeah. There. Because yeah. blood freaks me the fuck out. And I feel like I feel so gross on my, even though it's my husband. I mean, he's literally seen a kid come out of my vagina. Yeah. Um, I, because I don't feel good. Like I don't. And it's amazing. I tell him all the time. Like, I feel like that's the best orgasm I have. Exactly. But I, it's not, I've had girls that are like, oh, I'm fully on my period. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I, I've done it the beginning of the period, middle and end. Mm -mm. And I do it or I let it be the guy's decision. If he's down, I'm down. Um, Because one, I'm not cleaning up the mess. Yeah. He is. Two, 
I don't, the sensations when you have sex mm-hmm. on your period are incredible. Yeah. So even someone who's not that good, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They yeah. actually get better when you're on your period. Yeah. Um. So I don't really mind it. It's not like you know the greatest thing that I want to do when I'm bleeding. I kind of want to just like have my tummy rub. Yeah. Like just lay and cuddle. But I will have sex on my period. Yeah, I'm um, not a big fan. Yeah, no, I don't. Now, there have been times where I'm like, let's fucking go. Like, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And Kyle will know because, like, the minute I'm off, I'm like, are you coming home? He's like, it it stopped. And I'm like, yep, get home. Yeah. So that kicks in overdrive Mm -hmm. for me. Also, I don't know if you'll ever experience pregnant sex. I have not. Chef's fucking kiss. I don't know what it is because I don't know if it's the hormones running through your body. I think it's the body. hormones because I heard that you're uh, hornier when you're Holy pregnant. fuck. And I feel like it, maybe it's equivalent to period sex. Might be, I, don't I don't fucking know. Um, but uh, I feel like when I was pregnant with Madison, I was kind of glad I was already pregnant with Madison. Because if I wasn't, I was going to be pregnant. Yeah. I feel like him and I were like fucking rabbits. When I was Good pregnant. For Kyle, because a lot of guys don't want to have sex with their pregnant wives. I'm pretty sure at one point in time, he's like, no. Because he's like, I can't. Like, every fucking day, three times, yes. Yeah, but that's different than guys that are just like, I don't want to sleep with you. You're pregnant. I'm going to poke the child's eye out. Like, all those stupid shit. Um, I think he only had that, like, his big, uh, what is that, knocked up moment mm-hmm. towards the very end. Because she responded to his voice. When Madison, when I could finally feel her move, she, I will, and I vividly remember this and I laugh every time we talk about it. I remember that I would spoon him at night because it was just a comfort for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And he would be laying on his side and talking and she would go fucking Mm -hmm. insane. Cool. So I remember we did like some, I don't even know, I don't want to say a scissor position because it wasn't for two women. Um, but something similar to that. Mm -hmm. And I remember like him talking dirty and she moved (laughs) and he's like, no, 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 we gotta stop. (laughs) We gotta stop. She can hear me. She can see my dick. Like, I'm like, what the fuck? Keep, what are you doing? Keep going. He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you're going to have to go in the shower or something. I'm like, the fuck? I'm, I think I was like eight months pregnant. I'm like, no, I'm not going in the shower. Like finish what you started. He's like, we have to wait until she goes to sleep. I'm like, she's, she's in my stomach. stomach. He's like, you know, she. We have to wait till she can't hear me. And I was like, oh, that's not gonna fucking work. <laughs> so I went to bed very disappointed that night. Oh. Um. But yeah, that was fucking wild. But yeah. pregnant sex, there. I don't know what the fuck. It, it, it's probably the hormones. But and my doctor told me like, don't be surprised if your libido goes. It's very natural for your libido to be very high when you're pregnant. And I've heard the opposite. I've had women that told me I didn't want my husband to fucking touch me when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, just the thought of having sex disgusted me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's all I wanted to do. That's how I am right now. That's all I wanted to do when I was pregnant. Yeah. I mean, that's all I want to do nor- on a normal basis. I have a very high sex drive as it is. Hence why I've had sex in some of the places that I've had sex in. I usually do. Um, But when I was pregnant, it was like amplified that's cool that's good to know very amplified so that was that was an experience i don't know if it'll ever happen again maybe god will chuckle and be like haha baby but 
yeah, that's it was wild. Interesting. Wild. And then what was the other time? Oh, toys. Hmm. Yes or no? Depends on the guy. Okay. You wanna elaborate? Yes. Because I've used toys with some guys and it's like they're trying to stab my insides. Okay. Fair. Um, and then I've used toys with guys that like will like touch me and kiss me while they're playing with the toy inside okay. me. I'm like, dude, you rock. But like So Kyle is not a toy person. Okay. He feels like you become too dependent on the toy. That's Maybe fair. it's just because I'm the second girl he's been with. Mm-hmm. Um and that it ruins the experience. So for his logic, toys are when he's not home. But when he's home, he's I have the real thing. I shouldn't need a toy. So I've expanded his mind a little bit. I can see that logic, though. Um, we have, like, a little bullet. And we have not fully used it yet, but I bought him a cock ring. Those are interesting. Is yeah. it vibrating? I think it's just a regular cock ring. It's, like, ridged. Trade it for a vibrating one. Well, we have the, the bullet thing. We have used, so, <laughs> uh, Trojan actually made a vibrating one, and it didn't do much for me. Mm-hmm. It depends, like, we'd have to use, like, a certain position, and I wasn't a fan of it. Um, so, we just got, like, a ribbed. Okay. And this is, like, full, like, mm-hmm. it, full shaft cock ring. Nice. So, we haven't experienced, we haven't had time, like, a, the time I ordered it to, us being alone doesn't happen, and you can't exactly do that in the middle of the night because who wants to figure out how the fuck to put that thing on? Okay. Um, so he's a little more open now, but I remember in the very beginning, and I'm like, "Hey, let's get some toys." He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And it took a very long time to get him to that point. I see the logic, though. Um, yeah, it's not something he's used to. Mm-hmm. So I think besides him, though, I only had maybe two guys I ever had sex with that used toys. Had a few. Um, in high school, one of the guys I dated, um, he used a vibrating ring, yeah. and that was that was interesting. Also, not necessarily a toy, but I've had sex with a couple of guys that have had dick piercings. Whoa! Um, fascinating. I didn't think you'd actually be able to feel it, but you can. I feel like I've seen, uh, what is that movie that I'm thinking of with Christina Applegate, Cameron Diaz? The Sweetest Thing? Yes. I've seen that way too many times and I'd be scared that I'd be the girl that had to sing Aerosmith. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. <laughs> so that. Yeah, no, no. I no. remember um, fucking Coxzilla yeah. literally was talking about getting his dick pierced. And I remember telling him, don't do that to those poor girls. Yeah. Like, it was a conversation we had after. And he's like, what? What? And I was like, you're going to fucking murder somebody. Like, they're going to have something lodged into their fucking intestines. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Yeah. So, that, um, I feel like when it comes to sex, it's good to explore. Mm -hmm. Um, Even married couples. So, Kyle and I, I want to say the first couple of years it really took getting used to because I was a seasoned veteran. Mm-hmm. He was not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had difficulty with our tempo, should I say, okay. of having sex. Mm-hmm. So we had to adjust that. 
And then as you know, we got used to it, then it was exploring different positions because he wasn't used to that. It was like literally either I was on top or it was missionary. Was he open to constructive criticism? Um, he was, but then I feel like he got butthurt. So then he wasn't open to it. No, I feel like as the years have gone on, like I will randomly send him like karma sutra poses and I'm like, want to try it this weekend. And he's been pretty good about like, okay, now I feel like maybe this is just me. The older you get, the harder it gets to be as adventurous with positions. Like you have to modify them. Yeah, for sure. Your back um, starts hurting, knees start yeah. hurting, shoulders. Whatever. So, like, being on top for me now is not as much fun because <laughs> my friend Cam, she, she probably will listen. She's a fucking freak. She, we laugh because she's like, I can't be on top for too long because I can hear my knees click. I'm not there yet. So <laughs> oh, I'll, take, I'll take being on top. <laughs> and we're the time. same. Top. We're the same age, but. Uh, yeah, she's like, it, like it, it hurts. And like, she's like, sometimes you'll know, sometimes I have to wear a knee. She had to wear a knee brace. Her knees are like really bad. So I feel like that changes. You kind of have to modify things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, I feel like in our sex life, I will say we've been together 14 years and I had just had this conversation with somebody the other day. I feel like it's getting better. That's great. Which a lot of people say, you know, you kind of fall into that hamster wheel. And I think we did. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I want to say over like the last four years, it just seems to get like better. That's great. And I will literally look at Kyle and be like, keep that shit up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because That's I great. feel like, and I, it's a dynamic too. We talked about this, you know, having kids. Mm-hmm. You got to get creative. Yeah, of course. Um we've literally had the kids walk in on us and we've had to act like we were wrestling. Well, his penis is still inside of me. Like I'm on top of me. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just tickling him. Get the fuck out of my room. His dick's still inside of me again. Sorry for my family listening, but you know, I have the fuck you think you got here. Yeah. Well, they don't know that. No, the fuck they don't know that. And I pray to God they don't. David probably, obviously. Oh, he's a 13-year-old boy. So um, if you haven't had a talk with him yet, please do. I'm that. not having shit with him because I use a penis for one thing. Okay, yeah, but one of you needs to have a sex Yeah, well, here's the issue with that. Because David is obviously not biologically mine, I don't know if his dad will have the conversation. And I'm also very scared for his dad to have the conversation with him, given his track record. And then I feel like Kyle's going to have that conversation, but it's going to end with something like, fuck bitches, get money. And then I'm not going to be happy. So maybe, I, th- I think it's best if you have the conversation with him, honestly. Oh so awkward. It. You know what? I think it's awkward for every parent. You think it's going to be sunshine and roses when you have the talk with Madison? No. No. I'm still waiting for my mom to talk to me about sex. <laughs> that ship has sailed. She talked to me about my period when I was like She didn't have nine a, or the 10. conversation about sex when she was driving you to the hospital when you had a pregnancy tear? No, I think she knew what I she knew that I knew what I was doing at that point. <laughs> I think she realized that I knew where everything went. Well, that's a good topic too. Maybe that will be an episode on talking to children, like talking about how. sex. Yeah, how to do it. Because uh I think the first time I was talked to about sex, I wound up going to the bus stop and saying my fish died because I was traumatized. And it was basically like the teacher from Mean Girls. You have sex, you're going to die. 
That's depressing. You don't use protection, you're gonna die. Like it was pretty much like Yeah, no. I, I remember seeing that movie after the fact I had already lost my virginity and being like, Oh my god. My mom and I have talked about sex. Like when I was driving back from Tampa, when I was in school in Tampa and I drive home every weekend so that I could try and make a relationship work here with someone that was cheating on me with his ex-girlfriend. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> but my mom and I would talk for like five hours on my way here, five hours on my way back. So we had to come up with things to talk about. So like we had an entire car ride once where we sat on the phone talking about BDSM relationships and okay. the, the re- realistic side versus Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. I love me some Christian Grey though. It was v- probably in the top 10 weirdest conversations I've ever had with my mother. <laughs> but like, I, to my surprise, she was actually like cool to talk to about it. Yeah. Mostly because it wasn't my sex life we were talking about. Okay. It was my friend's because my friend at the time was a submissive and she had, um, I don't know if I can ever do that or something. I can never do. I can't forgo that much control. Um, so we talked about that. So I have spoken to my mom about sex, but she's still of the mindset that you wait. And I'm of the mindset of you need practice. You test drive the car before you buy it. Exactly. Now, do I want my children, if Fuck I no. inevitably have no. children, do I want them to start having sex at 14 no. or 12 or whatever? No. But I want to have a relationship with my child. So if they do want to have sex. Yeah. They feel comfortable talking to me about it. And I feel like that was a shitty situation. I felt more comfortable talking to my aunt about my sex life. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember her sitting me at the table and being like, you love this boy? Yeah. Are you having sex with him? And she's like, your face is telling me what I need to know. And I remember, like, pleading, please don't tell my mom. Like, please. Um, but she's like, all right, well, here's what you need to know. Like, are you washing? Are you going to the bathroom? I'm like, well, yeah. And she's like, well, this is what will happen if you don't. Or, you know, when you use protection versus when you don't use protection. And she was my go-to. One, because she was a hoe. But two, because I could, I felt like I could talk to her and it wasn't like she was going to judge me and rip my head off. I think that's going to be something very hard for me to do with Madison. But I also don't want her to go through the traumatic sex experiences that I've had. You know, we've had abusive exes where sex was a form of abuse for them Mm -hmm. and that they use that to hold against us in our relationships. Yep. So a sexual abuse will be a topic that we discuss, but I don't ever want her to go through that because, you know, I do want to be a grandma one day. Mm -hmm. I do. I also want her to know that, you know, how to respect herself sexually and understand her worth. Because I think as you grow older, that's something you don't realize when we were young having sex, we didn't, we knew what we liked, but we also were very quick to be like, Hey, you're fucking hot. Let's have sex. Yeah. pretty much. So I want her to know her sexual worth. It's a really weird balance to draw. I think with a kid, but like you're a woman, Mm -hmm. you have needs and you also need to know, don't give your fucking cookie to every guy that has milk for you to dunk it in. Yeah. My go-to, as weird as it is, was my brother. Yeah. I couldn't – I mean, my brother helped raise me and because my parents were always at work, so Greg and I were almost always together. Yeah. So, I mean, once Greg got past the whole you don't have a vagina till you're 18, (laughs) once he got past that stage, which I'm pretty sure he hasn't gotten past that stage yet um, because he still tells people I'm, like, 20. I'm like, dude, 32, damn, you're close to 33. Yeah. Let's get over it now. But, um – 
he, you know, if I needed to talk about something, you talk to him. I could talk to him. I could talk to him about anything. And the day that, so the day before my mom picked me up from Kevin's with a pregnancy scare, I called my brother and asked him if he would buy me a pregnancy test. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, well, I'll get it for you tomorrow. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was going to have it for me. Um, and then he was like, well, I'll also buy you some condoms. Okay. And I was like, fair. That's, that's, that's valid. That's fair. Yeah. Um, See, Nick would have been that for me, but um, I mean, I slept with his best friend down yeah, the road. My brother has not been a fan of the fact that I've slept with two of his very close friends or that some of his other friends have hit on me. Um, that could be like a whole episode on siblings and um, that dynamic. But I mean, when New York and I were together, mm-hmm. he was Greg's friend. Yeah. They worked together, they hung out together, they were great friends. And I remember when I was in treatment, him and I were already kind of seeing each other because I was living on his oh, couch. Yeah, I remember. And then moved to the bed, and then things went from there. But when I was in treatment, he went and took my brother out for a cheeseburger and bought him lunch and bribed him to be okay with him dating me. Yeah. And there was always this like running joke at um, comedy shows and stuff when people would be like roasting my ex. They'd be like, imagine what Greg would have given up if you had given him this or yeah. that, or like, you know, how much am I actually worth? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I dated two of his friends. One, you know, honestly, was not a terrible relationship. It just didn't work out. Yeah. And then the other one was a shit show. And now that I'm over the hatred of his wife, she did me a really, she did me a solid by taking him off my hands. That's a whole other. So that that's an episode on its own. All right. But going back, um, yeah, no, something you said earlier makes me laugh right now because, you know, that like the sex drive, mm-hmm. like how it comes and goes and, you know, based on like medication, timing and whatever. I've Your almost, mood. Yeah. I've almost always wanted to have sex until now. Mm-hmm. Like after every relationship has ended, I've been like, all right, well, you know, that old adage of, you know, to get over someone, you got to get, get under somebody it. else. Yep. Um, and I've, I've always lived by that. Um, but not this time. Now I'm just like the thought of anyone touching me or coming near me. You turn into me, a nun. I guess so, because the thought of anyone touching me makes me sick. You should friend request the other nun. Maybe I will. <laughs> we can become besties. Not. Probably neither of us are getting laid. <laughs> I mean, they have kids. Doesn't mean they're getting laid. <laughs> You know, sometimes sex is just used for procreation. I wonder. I don't. Hey, uh, Monk, because I'm sure you're going to know who the hell you are. Are you still getting laid? Are you still a, a big of a whore? Ooh, as you were when we better question. Because I feel like when you're married, you could really let your freak flag fly. Hmm. And you should be a whore with... Sounds so fucked up. Yeah, yes, yeah, 100%. Absolutely. If you're not comfortable getting, like, freaky and talking about fantasies with your significant other, then you need to work on your communication and trust. I mean, they've been together, married as long as, well, yeah. They got married a few months after Kyle and I got married. I thought it was, like, a year later. No, they got married in October, I think. Hmm. But, yeah, yeah. This was a fun episode. This was. I feel like we need another episode, like, a breakdown though i do too i feel like we just didn't cover everything no 
it's such a broad subject and it's such a fun subject. It really is. I truly enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. So I think we're going to stop. Yeah. We will pick this back up with a different sex episode. Now that could be sexual abuse. We can go into just foreplay. We can go into our biggest letdowns of sex locations. Send me your location. That would have been a fucked up song to come out when I was younger because I would have been in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah. I would have been in a lot of fucking trouble. There, Thank God. That's an episode we should do. What? Different songs that bring up sexual memories. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that's that a really a good really one. really good episode. We should make like a playlist. Yes. Okay, so if you enjoyed this conversation about sex, continue to tune in because apparently we're going to have a few more. Yeah, and be on a lookout on our social media because when that episode is going to come up, I think we will do like send us your best and worst sex songs. Yeah. Because that's a whole episode within itself. For sure. Um, for those of you that don't know, our Instagram is no matter where, no matter when, with no A's. Yes. Um, so for those of you that can't spell, matter, <laughs> matter has an A in it. So in both matters, there's no A. Oh, just so you know. Um, but I think we should also put in the descriptions of the episodes just in case. Yeah. So yeah. we'll do that um, for those of you that need help. Um, but this has been fun. I hope everyone who's listening gets laid. Um, <laughs> in some sense. In, yeah, not by life. Like, don't get fucked by life. No, please don't. Have a partner. That's the worst. Or, or use your hand. hand. Or a toy. Hand. Just have an orgasm. Please don't watch porn and think that you're those people, though. Because it, it, do, it, it doesn't work out. It's not real. It's not real. It, it, it's not a life lesson if you watch porn. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Sometimes it's funny, but it don't. It, it's not. It's not the Bible. No. Um, but yeah. So have a lovely afternoon. I hope it is filled with orgasms. And <laughs> yeah, there's that. Adieu. <laughs> Until next time. Yep.